This is the Life Truth Network. Welcome to Life Truth Presents, a clean fiction podcast. Today, we'll keep getting a feel for the show, interview Clean Fiction Magazine's own Amy Lynn McConaughey, and introduce you to an interesting show for kids that adults will enjoy as well. Our feature, however, will be a classic this time. If it's clean fiction, it's fair game here. My goal is to come alongside Clean Fiction Magazine over at cleanfictionmagazine.com. They sell their quarterly publications on Amazon. If it's not the type of thing covered in CFM, I want it to be here. That gives you, the listener, access to even more clean fiction. You could hear interviews, game reviews, featured audio drama reviews, and some of the dramas themselves. I want this to be big. Speaking of Clean Fiction Magazine, don't forget to get the Winter 2022 edition on sale now at Amazon. You won't want to miss out on the next installment of Her Father's Mantle, an interview with Noble Words Press, and five windows into the multiverse micro-stories. Coming this spring, the start of Stronghold, a new superhero serial, expanded from the ones you may have already heard. Also coming this spring, a brand new section for audio drama reviews has been added to Clean Fiction Magazine. This section will include both audio dramas and audiobooks. Feel free to submit your favorite audiobook or audio drama at cleanfictionmagazine.com under submissions. When talking clean fiction, I don't know how to get much bigger than my next interview. Here it is. Life Truth Presents was born out of a desire to come alongside a fine magazine to aid them in their promotion and sharing of clean fiction. The editor-in-chief even hired me to write reviews. And an enhanced version of Stronghold appears in Clean Fiction Magazine as a serial quarterly. After bugging this lady for way too long, uh, that is, that is, after much correspondence, yeah, that's it, uh, I have come to admire her and her cause. Please welcome to the show the person behind Clean Fiction Magazine, Amy Lynn McConaughey. Hello, Nathaniel, and thank you so much for having me on the podcast today. I am Amy Lynn McConaughey, the publisher of Clean Fiction Magazine, and I'm very excited to be chatting with you. Uh, first off, tell us how this all came to be. Why is there a clean fiction magazine at all? That is a bit of a layered question, and I will try to be as concise as possible so that we're not here for too long. But in July of 2021, I had released my very first novel in March of the same year, and I had come to the realization after advertising in all the normal ways that there really wasn't a specific space for adult readers to find books, especially in the Christian and clean space. So I started a blog called the Clean Fiction Blog, and I was just going along, not really getting much in the way of reads, until I reviewed a book by Max B. Sternberg called The Rise of Light. And that blog took off. And because of that blog taking off, it cemented what God had already been nudging me about, that I could use my print 
publication experience to create a space for adult readers to find clean fiction of all genres, because I didn't want to just stop with Christian fantasy, which is what my novel is and what Max Sternberg's novel is, but I wanted a place where all genres could belong. And even though I I distinctly remember telling the Lord that this definitely was not the best time for such things. And I'm raising three small children with my husband. They were not yet in school. I was homeschooling at that point, And it just felt extremely overwhelming. But despite it all, by December of that year, I had the very first edition. So from the July to December, I was able to make the magazine pretty much from nothing. And with uh, the help of some of the friends I had made in releasing my novel and participating in the Finding God in Anime devotional. How long has the magazine been available? The magazine has been available, as I said, since December of 2021, which means we only have four editions right now because I made all of the advertising in the first two editions 100% free just to see if the what I had set up would work, if readers would want to read it. And when I released the very first magazine in December of 2021, it hit number one new release on Amazon in literary criticism reference and stayed there for the entire month of December. And that sort of was the Lord's little smile, I suppose, (laughs) that I was doing exactly what he had asked me to, and he was blessing exactly how he said he would. And it just gave me confidence to move into the second magazine, which again, I gave away all of the advertising in so that I could be build an audience and build a group of businesses that I thought would advertise once the magazine uh, actually charged for advertising. Okay, so typically, how large is the publication and what can we find inside? The publication started out at 100 pages. That was my goal. And I filled those first 100 pages and it took me months to do so because, again, I was building everything from nothing. And a lot of it I had to write myself. As of the last edition, we had 128 pages in that edition. And I do expect... Uh, that we will hit 200 with the upcoming spring edition. As for what you can find inside Clean Fiction Magazine, a whole host of things. We do serial stories, we feature poetry, we obviously review books, so that is the vast majority of the magazine, but we're also moving into other types of fiction, not just books, but comics and webtoons, audiobooks, and audio drama. With the name Clean Fiction, it's 
all of these things fall under that umbrella of clean fiction. So we like to feature all sorts of uh, genres. We have our fantasy section now expanding to fantasy and fairy tale. Our science fiction section is now expanding to science and superheroes. And our mystery section is expanding to mystery and history. <laughs> so uh, as well as we're gaining an entirely new section headed by Nathaniel. Thank you very much. Uh that is the audio drama and audiobook section. And our other reviewers were very excited to be contributing to this section as well. So it won't just be Nathaniel, but um, also the other reviewers are contributing as well. Uh, we also have contests for every magazine. And some of them only happen once a year and some of them happen quarterly because we are a seasonal magazine. The contests include a cover art contest that's in every magazine, a uh, writing contest called Windows into the Multiverse that's in every magazine, and then things that might happen once or twice a year are a character art contest, a cosplay contest where you dress up as a book character, and uh, bookstagram contests. Sometimes we are able to have uh, puzzles if we have space. <laughs> the last magazine, we didn't really have space for puzzles because I had to fit all of the, the written content in there, but it's a, it's a fun read. And I've been told it's sort of like a reader's digest for our generation. How big a staff do you have? How many writers? Any behind the scenes workers as well? We don't have a very large staff. It's only 10 reviewers in total, including myself. We have Kelly Barr, our romance reviewer, Laura A. Grace, our manga reviewer, Samantha Nelson, our fairy tale reviewer, Brianna Wilkie, our mystery reviewer, Kate Willis Hopman, our science fiction reviewer, Jessica Bertrand, our illustrative fiction reviewer, Nathaniel Caldwell, our audio drama reviewer, Alexandria Miracola, our historical fiction reviewer, and Mariah Jane, who is also a manga reviewer, who uh, should be joining us again for the upcoming edition. She missed the last couple. Um, so not much in the way of staff. I do a lot of the work myself using my background in publishing. My family owns a local newspaper and I grew up in publishing print publications weekly uh, in our local area. So just pulling on that uh, knowledge and knowledge of printers and what they require in order to get the magazine together. I absolutely love laying out pages. They, it's, it's like playing Tetris, but so much more pretty. And when I finally have that finalized magazine in my hand in full color, cause I don't get to see it in full color print until the very final edition is out because I don't have a color printer. So when I see it in the full color with the gloss pages, it's just amazing and I love it. Where can we find this magazine and how much can we expect to pay for it? As of right now, you can find the magazine on Amazon. 
under either my name or any of our reviewers' names because I list them as authors. And right now the cost for a paperback edition is $16.99 and the cost of an ebook edition is $2.99, but I do my best to give away as many ebook editions as I possibly can because we're mostly supported by advertising. Uh, whenever a person purchases a magazine through Amazon, it really gives us less than a dollar. <laughs> in um, actual profits. So I don't see that as a um, as a revenue stream that's really going to make a difference because of that. So I uh, try to give away the ebook copies and rely mostly on our advertising income. As for a different way, if you want to get the magazine directly from me, uh, you can by signing up on our Patreon under the subscription um, tier, and I will send you personally a magazine every uh, season, as well as fun, like extra stuff in the mail, like 3D printed bookmarks and exclusive stickers. But uh, that would be the only two ways to get the magazine at this time. As we are able to grow, I'm hoping to have a subscriber list that we can start to just mail everything to. But as of right now, the I'm building that through Patreon. And, and once it gets big enough, I can order a big lump amount of magazines and send them out. So there you have it. Thank you, Amy, for sharing with us what we are all so passionate about. This is a great project, and I hope that by doing this podcast, I can shed light on the magazine, but also expand on the things covered by sharing other things that may be clean, but not the type of thing that is covered in the magazine. Another thing you may hear is after a review comes out in one of the quarterly issues, when the next quarter is published, you could very well hear examples of some of the audio dramas presented on this show right here. For example, in summer, we may hear something that the spring quarter reviewed. Also expect many more interviews as well. Thanks again, Amy, for coming on the show. One contest that I would really like to mention for the end of the podcast is our cover design contest. We're currently doing submissions for uh, the image that goes on the cover of the spring edition. And this is something we've done for the last two two editions and it has been very popular because then the clean fiction community gets to decide themselves what the front of the magazine looks like and that's just fun. So as of right now the submission period is open until February 11th and then the voting will be from February 13th to 25th and you can vote at cleanfictionmagazine.com and we do not collect anybody's email information that way. It's completely free and you could vote once a day. I just wanted the voting to be as stress-free as possible and just a fun thing to do. As of right now, we're having our cover art contest where people submit their book covers or designers submit covers that they've designed and you can vote on which one you like the best. So pop on over to cleanfictionmagazine.com and uh, check that out.
If you have any questions for me, feel free to email me at info at cleanfictionmagazine.com at any time, and I will get back to you. If you are looking to advertise and support Clean Fiction Magazine, because that is how we pay our reviewers. Yes, we pay all of our reviewers and our writers and our poets. Everyone gets paid. Um, you can uh, check out our pricing guide over at our website. I can guarantee that we are below market standard for what we're asking for advertising because I live in a low income area. It does not cost a lot to live here. So I can give those savings back to you in, in advertising pricing. So thank you for having me on today, Nathaniel. It has been wonderful and I love chatting with your audience and please everybody spread the word so that we can grow this community of clean fiction lovers to across the globe. Thank you. Today, I want to introduce you to Spoken Movie Project's Ben and Sophie, Woby's Secret. In the show, two kids find a robot and find out some odd stuff is going on near them. The show is fun for kids who are the intended audience, but I found it enjoyable for my 45-year-old self. Guess I'm just a kid at heart. You can find this at SpokenMovieProject.com. I reached out to Spoken Movie Project, and I could not hear back from them in time for this episode, so we can't feature it, but hopefully we can do so at a later date. Every episode, I want to have a classic, something that's been around for a very long time, but still worth your time. Sometimes, when time permits and it's feasible, we will actually let you hear the audio in full. Other times, it will be a suggestion and where to find it. This time, I want to share with you as our feature fiction by Abbott and Costello. Let's go into this sporting goods store and get your baseball equipment. I want you to look right for the opening game. Now, go ahead and ask that lady there where they keep the baseball uniforms. Uh, pardon me, miss. Well, if it isn't Mr. Albert. Hello. And Mr. Costello. Hello. You fought a little man, you. <laughs> what are you doing in the sporting goods store, miss? Oh, I just soaked in to get a gift for my nephew. I'm buying him a boss ball. Ball. Boss ball? <laughs> Abbott, you know what a boss ball is. That's what the poocher throws to the coocher. <laughs> and the booter tries to boot a home run. My, uh, my nephew is just a lotto chope, but his ambition is to be a Brooklyn doger caucher. Well, if he's only a little guy, why don't he join the deep troop tookers and be a short stoop? <laughs> Going. As we say in Chinese, get your gooey hot suey on push that to you. And a dish of gooey chop suey and a push to you, too. Hey, look, that's Big the salesman now. Oh, good morning, boys. As Johnny Weissmeller said to bust the crab, what dive did you come out of? <laughs> well, my friend and I are here to get some baseball equipment. Uh, I'd like to see a baseball uniform that would fit Costello. So would I. <laughs> Look, as Adam said to Eve, quit ribbing me. <laughs> However, I'll do the best I can. We'll start with the spiked shoe. What size do you wear? Eight. Oh, let me see. I've only got one pair left, and they're size five. Maybe you can squeeze into them, Costello. Go ahead and try. Okay. 
do you know? Open-toed baseball shoes. <laughs> now for the uniform. My, you're certainly a pudgy little rascal, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Aren't you overweight? I'm about 120 pounds overweight, but I'm going back to my normal weight. Yes, what's normal? 60 pounds overweight. <laughs> Gosh, Sally, you should really go on a diet. Yeah, of course, you know what a diet is, don't you? Oh, sure. That's where you can eat all you want of everything you don't like. <laughs> Young man, if you really want to reduce, why don't you exercise with a couple of dumbbells? Okay, I'm ready whenever you and Abbott are. All right. Now. <laughs> Cut that out. We've got to get your baseball equipment. Mister, do you have any bats? Oh, certainly. Here's a fine bat. Autographed by Slaughter of the Cardinals. This bat was made for Slaughter. Ain't you got one that was made for baseball? (laughs) When he says Slaughter, he means Slaughter the baseball player. Slaughter the baseball player? With that bat, you could slaughter anybody. (laughs) No, no, Costello. I'm talking about Slaughter. Everybody knows Slaughter. He knows Slaughter. Well, maybe he knows Slaughter, but I don't know. Uh, you idiot. Everybody knows Slaughter, the baseball player. Slaughter is the man's last name. What's his first name? He knows. Now, there's a clever guy. He knows his first name. Oh, well. Let's forget about the bat. Look, mister, do you have a baseball cap that will fit Costello's head? What size pencil sharpener does he wear? Yeah. Oh, oh, a baseball cap. Oh, yes, here's a dandy. This is the kind fellow wears. What fellow? The fellow with the Cleveland Indians. There's nine players with the Cleveland Indians. Which fellow are you talking about? Oh, young man, when I say fellow with the Cleveland Indians, I am only referring to one fellow. The fellow that pitches with the Cleveland Indians. When you say the fellow with the Cleveland Indians, you're only referring to one fellow. The fellow that pitches for the Cleveland Indians. Yes. As Orville said to Wilbur, you're right. <laughs> How do you like that? Now they're doing our routines in sporting goods stores. Oh, forget about him, Custer. Hey, wait a minute. I've got an idea. Mrs. Wetwash's late husband used to be a big league ba- ball player. Now, he was a home run king, in other words. Now, maybe she'll give you one of his bats for good luck. Let's go over to her house and ask her. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll go right over now, huh? You're right, Abbott. As John Adams said to Henry Wadsworth Longfellow... How do you like that? I forgot what John Adams said to Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. I love Abbott and Costello. I love the uh, who's on first. It's just the play on words it just keeps on going. And, and many people uh, will, uh, you know, play on that. Uh, more than one person has played on who's on first, and um, that's okay, it, 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 because it's, what you're doing is you're playing on words, and, and wordplay is so much fun. I think back to uh, someone I consider uh, in a very positive light, uh, John Bell uh, over at uh, thebatfree.com, Bell's in the Bat Free is his show, he does wordplay all the time, and I just love wordplay. Fiction is fun, and can be used to teach. Or to make you think. But fiction isn't an end-all be-all. So each episode, I would like to recommend a non-fiction book or podcast to further you in learning, thinking, and living. Today, I'd like to recommend Tactics, 10th Anniversary Edition by Greg Kokel. This is a great book to prepare Christians on how to share their faith. It could change the way you view doing that forever. It did mine. And I'm glad to have a great way to share the good news of Jesus Christ. I'd like to share quickly about this good news. We all do wrong. We rebel against God. That's called sin. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure it out. Every day we do something that we know we shouldn't. Folks, God exists. Look around in all creation and and you see that this world is so complex. How can it not? 
How can there not be a God? As I mentioned a moment ago, any and all sin is rebellion against this perfect God. It's sort of like treason against our creator. The Bible says in Romans chapter 6 that with sin we are in death, but God had a solution. God the Son came to earth, born of a virgin. He lived a perfect life, then died for my sin and yours. Then, on the third day, he rose from the dead, so that if we trust in him, we would be spared God's wrath. What does it mean to trust God? Turn from your sins to God. Ask for forgiveness based on what Jesus did for you. Trust him to keep his promise and save you from God's wrath. <clears throat> he will also change you into a new person, a better person, a person closer to who God wants you to be. And eventually you'll go to heaven and actually get to be exactly what God designed you to be. I hope you enjoyed this show. I hope you enjoyed the show. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed the show. You can find me and all the other Life Truth shows over at life-truth.com. Check out Clean Fiction Magazine on sale at Amazon or find out more at cleanfictionmagazine.com.